Welcome to Attachment Theory in Action, a weekly podcast presented by the Knowledge Center at Chaddock. Join host Karen Doyle Buckwalter for an insightful, informative, and inspiring conversation with leading researchers, authors, and clinicians discussing issues in attachment theory. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review and share with your professional network. Today, Karen welcomes Dr. Gerhard Schrott for part one of their discussion on his work with prenatal bonding BA. Part two will be released on September 13th. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Attachment Theory in Action podcast. I'm your host, Karen Doyle Buckwalter, joining you here from Chaddock. And uh, my guest today is going to be joining us from his home in Germany. And I want to tell you a little bit about him. What he's going to be speaking to us about is prenatal bonding BA. So let me just uh, share a bit about um, him and his background. I'll be speaking with Dr. Gerhard Schroet, and he is um, a teacher and in Europe, across the world, and including in the US, uh, teaching about a method called prenatal bonding BA. And it is a special method that is applied to pregnant women. And it was developed by a Hungarian psychoanalyst, Jano Rafe. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm doing my best. And uh, Dr. Scrote was born in Heidelberg immediately after World War II. He has uh, education as a medical doctor and also went through the psychiatry program. He's also trained in psychoanalysis, group analysis, family therapy, and various other orientations of psychotherapy. And then that was all before he started his outpatient office, where he does some of the work that he'll be talking to us about today. He also was very influenced by meeting William Emerson in Heidelberg in 1995. And he realized that his limited knowledge as a medical doctor and a psychoanalyst, he he realized there was much more for him to learn through his meeting with Emerson. Emerson opened his eyes to the pre and perinatal world and allowed him to research on his prenatal experience in the womb of his mother. And then he began to train and research about the pre and perinatal world with Emerson and many others um, for a period of about 10 years in Switzerland and the U.S. So Dr. Scrot has also been presenting for the Association for Pre and Perinatal Psychology and Health. And it was at one of those meetings that he did a presentation, which got the attention of Michael Trout. As many of you know, Michael Trout is an incredible teacher, mentor, and friend to me. And this is how I learned of the prenatal bonding technique and of Gerard's growth work in this area. I've been in a study group with Michael Trout, Gerhardt, and a number of others for close to two years now, looking at the prenatal experience of children who are later adopted. 
And so that's how I began to get to know um, Gerhard more. And so I'm so excited to be able to share the information that he's going to share with us today about prenatal bonding BA. And please stay tuned because the interview will be coming right up. Well, hello everyone. I am here with my guest this week for the Attachment Theory in Action podcast with Dr. Gerhard Schrode. So I'm doing my best to pronounce his uh, German name correctly. Um, Gerhard, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad you could join us. Yes, thank you for your invitation, Karen. Uh, to have me on your podcast, even I'm not a natural English speaker. Uh, hopefully, I find all my words to say what I want. Yes, yes. Well, we are looking forward to any words that you can share with us. And we have such an interesting topic that you're going to be talking to us about, which is prenatal bonding. And then the, the couple letters, you have a couple letters after the prenatal bonding. What is that for? What does that mean? Ah, yeah. You asked me about prenatal bonding BA. Yes. This BA means that is a specific method created by Jenny Raffay, a Hungarian psychoanalyst. And this BA means in German, Bindungsanalyse nach Raffay. That is wow. the BA, as this is a very specific uh, method. Prenatal bonding itself uh, is a general term for many different uh, methods uh, to work with. Okay, and so this is added afterwards to very clearly delineate this is a particular kind of prenatal bonding that we're talking about. So yeah, right. yes, good, good. Um, so that's helpful. I think, you know, a lot of our listeners, although they may work with babies and children, um, there's or or we some have some parents that listen. But some people don't realize there's this whole area of pre and perinatal psychology out there, <laughs> you know, where, where people are thinking about babies before they're born. So I'm excited to talk to you about a very specific aspect of, of that today. So, well, uh, you're obviously in Germany. I know you're a psychiatrist and um, so I've shared with listeners a bit of your background um, before we started, um, but I'd still like to hear in your words why you were drawn to this. It, it seems like when you were first exposed to this, you really latched on to it. Yeah, I cannot, cannot really explain why I was so catched by this idea that Yoni uh, Raffay presented in the early 90s in Mannheim, close to my uh, office in Speyer, where he described that it is possible to talk with the baby 
to talk doesn't mean that we have words to exchange. That's, that is something uh, might be misunderstood. But to have a communication with the baby is something that has blown my mind in the yes. first second he told me that this possibility is there and I completely believed it from my own experience I had with my own children. Okay, you did. So it wasn't a big leap for you. You thought, yes, that makes sense based on my own life experience. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense not in a rational kind of thinking, but it was convincing to me. Yes. And so that time I'm burning for prenatal bonding BA. Yes, yes. So could you start by giving the listeners just a descriptive picture of what what is this? Like how how does this happen? How is what goes on here if, if somebody contacts someone who is trained in this? What what would they expect from that? Yeah, for example, imagine a client lying on a psychiatrist's couch and a person sitting in behind thoughtfully follow, following the talk of the client. You may have an idea how the arrangement is we need for prenatal bonding BA. Um, but this is only one aspect. Uh, the aim of prenatal bonding BA is quite different uh, than psychoanalysis. We want to guide the pregnant mother through a deep relaxation process to her subtle body awareness. Mm. Um, as we experience it uh, every night falling into sleep. This intermediate state of consciousness allows the woman to more clearly perceive her body feelings and her emotional landscape. This is the space where the pregnant woman finds an access to her inner world where the baby is. So staying continuously in this state uh, of consciousness allows step by step an intimate contact and that's very important a back and forth communication um, with the baby inside which is definitely a big step forward in science. Yes. And and we can get access to a wise inner knowledge that is there if we know how to listen. And that is the focus we are aiming at. Uh, it might be compared to an emotional constant ultrasound. That's a combination that I created. A constant emotional uh, ultrasound without any technical equipment in between the baby and the mother. And it's not meant as a kind of therapeutic treatment as no interpretations are delivered. You may understand it is the complete opposite 
of sitting with your laptop uh, consulting Dr. Google. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. Wow. So would it be right to say it that you, you're leading <clears throat> the mother into a very special state where this allows communication back and forth between her and her baby. Would that be a, a good way of saying it or how would, what do you? Yeah, it, it, is a, it is a special state which is close to hypnosis maybe okay as the mother the mother uh, hears the signals from the baby um, transcribes it to words and tells it me as a facilitator uh, and the mother does not uh, give interpretations on what the baby says it just reports so the mother acts like a medium uh, okay. in this session as she hears uh, the, the communication or understands, in, interprets the communication of the baby. Uh, and she does not, sometimes it happens that the baby um, does not have the same uh, idea or a, a different uh, um, reaction to the mother, uh, what the mother said. So it's really like a communication between you and me, uh, <clears throat> how they uh, get together. Yes, yes. So what, I know you earlier mentioned how you first encountered this technique, I guess, should I call it a technique? Um, uh, yeah. But what is the early history of the technique? Yeah, where shall I start? Um, the psychoanalytic treatment of young schizophrenic patients um, was the start where Yenu Raffai found one of the origins of their malady, which often is conflict, uh, conflictful distortion of the mother-baby relation. Just imagine, uh, you just have discovered you got pregnant with all these overwhelming feelings of joy. And the next moment, uh, the phone rings and a policeman is telling you your husband just had died in a terrible car accident. Mm. Such an experience can create a terrible conflict and create helplessness. Mm. And yes. such origins of schizophrenia had been well researched in uh, some European researches. Yes. This is just an example. Yes, yes. And when we talk about the history, when, what year was this first being started? Like how long has this been in existence, this technique you're <clears throat> talking to us about? 
Yeah, I had to wait for a long time, <laughs> knowing uh, and supporting uh, Raphael, uh, as he did uh, also research in Germany, which I uh, supported as much as I could. Yes. So it took him more than 10 years of clinical trials and evaluation uh, before he uh, was willing uh, to share his knowledge. I often saw him on congresses when he reported from uh, the step forwards, uh, but he always denied and said, no, I can't uh, teach you that. It's not yet ready. So uh, after 10, more than 10 years in 2004, uh, I, uh, he started with uh, Ludwig Janus, one of the presidents of uh, ISPPM in Germany. He started the training and uh, my wife and I had really the chance to be one of the first to learn from him. And yeah, we immediately uh, took the chance. Yes, well, I, w I guess after waiting that long, you had to be very patient. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, what, how, how did um, prenatal bonding evolve to where it is today? So the way that you describe, you know, he was doing trials of this technique and learning about it and I, I guess wanted to be convinced of the best way to offer it and that it was effective before he would teach it to other people. That's what I'm getting from what you shared. Are there some yeah. ways that it has evolved uh, from the way it first started? Um. Yeah, um, I think it was his intention primarily to deliver uh, his method uh, only to psychotherapists and psychoanalysts. And then uh, he had the chance to invite also other professions and, for example, midwives were part of this first uh, sessions and we immediately understood, he immediately understood that including other professions uh, supports the method as a psychoanalyst doesn't have much knowledge about uh, the, the giving birth situation that a midwife or a doula knows. Yes, and true. So, uh, and so this um, was yeah, broadened. So the perspective was very early in the very first um, um, training was broadened by other professions. And that's why we also train people um, that are not only psychotherapists, um, but maybe um, midwives, doulas, OBs, social workers, osteopaths, uh, psychotherapists as well <laughs> sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is the reason why the, the method really spread like wildfire in Europe. 
and we have meanwhile at about 12,000, we, we cannot count it anymore, it's too much, uh, 12,000 applications of uh, prenatal bonding BA worldwide. So it's had been uh, trained in Europe, especially in German-speaking uh, countries like Switzerland, Austria, Germany, uh, but also um, beginning in 2011, it was um, delivered by us uh, in the US. Yes. So we, we had the first uh, cohort uh, that uh, got to know this method in English. Yes. And um, that was in Champaign, Illinois, and somewhere in California, I think I read. Is that right? Yeah, in, uh, in Seattle and in Champaign, we did oh, okay. uh, our training invited by Michael Trout. Yes. Uh, he was uh, the one who initiated, I wouldn't have had the courage to, uh, to present this <laughs> on my own. So we met 2009 um, in Salomar uh, at the upper conference uh, to which I had been invited by William Emerson. Mm. And Michael was present in my first presentation on this Congress and he really told me, Gerhard, you must tell us, you must uh, tell us this method, uh, it's just so important to us. Yes, and so in case listeners are not familiar with that group by the letters, the acronym, uh, what is yeah. the what is the APA means the American uh, say, oh, what is the meaning of APA? <laughs> oh, you got me on the, on the wrong foot. Oh, goodness. APA is an organization that, um, that deals with pre and perinatal psychology and health. So, yes. American uh, yes. Association yes. of Pre and Perinatal Psychology and Health. That's it. And Good. And so then this was, you know, one of their worldwide or national conferences that you were speaking at. Is that right? Yeah, that was in Asiloma in 2009, um, where I first presented it. Mm -hmm. And it really struck me how strong the resonance of the American public was in this Congress. Uh, so it was an uh, overwhelming experience for me too. Okay, so so you because they were so enthused about it. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And Michael in particular. Yeah, and and he uh, really enforced us and helped us to to get over to. Uh, well, we did German trainings. Yes. But uh, German trainings happened different than uh, the American training we then created, especially for this situation, as uh, we cannot fly back and forth every four weeks, right. which we do in Germany. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we had 
of um, teaching uh, every half year. So over uh, the time of two years, the whole training uh, was presented. Yes. So it was the, those people who were interested, you know, started a two and a half year process. Yeah, two years to two and a half, yeah. Okay. Depending on the number of participants. If you have a small group of maybe eight uh, participants, uh, this will be done within two years. Okay. If you have 15 participants, uh, we need two and a half years as it's not so much on, uh, on theoretical material uh, that is uh, the same, but the participants uh, do their own facilitations and we support their own first facilitations with our um, presence, which we call um, self-reflective supervision. Yes. Which derived from, uh, from the psychoanalytic uh, education. Yes. Okay. So, you know, you shared a bit earlier about um, the setup of, of prenatal bonding and uh, BA and in an office. Are there any more details that you would want to share about, you know, what for the listener, you know, what does this look like or, or how does it all happen? Well, um, we must see through uh, three uh, main aspects of the facilitation process. Uh, we start with a quite extended questionnaire covering all questions concerning the actual pregnancy, uh, the biographical history of the mother and the father, um, the knowledge about the parents' history on both sides. So what uh, was the biograph uh, biographical experience of the mother and the father and even um, of the parents of the mother and the father, so the, um, the grandparents-to-be. Oh. Sometimes even one generation more uh, is included in this uh, questionnaire, so we get a 360-degree view over this whole family uh, and the impact that uh, is created by a family history. I think even in the Bible it's described that uh, at least four or up to seven generations have an impact on a new life. Mm -hmm. And that, that is something that is, has not been seen um, by psychoanalysis in this clearness. Uh, neither in medical science and the, the effect of this clear view uh, is that we have an estimation, an understanding of what the background of this pregnant mother is with this baby. In which situation will this baby be born? Mm. Yeah, so, so important to have that. Um, I, 
it's so interesting to hear how much detail you go into with that. Yes. Yeah. And and what we know, and that is the the problem about uh, the pregnancy, many experiences that had happened to grandparents, to parents, um, are suppressed uh, and are unconsciously passed on to the next generation and threatens the fate of a new child. Just as a short example, uh, my father had been a soldier in World War II, staying in the battlefield in Russia for nearly six years. He must have seen and experienced terrible scenes, which he never spoke about. Mm. I myself get very alerted uh, in a personal way every time when I read an outbreak of a war anywhere on the planet. Mm. Thus he had shared his suffering without speaking with me about all these terrible scenes. That is something that happens uh, to uh, in, in every relation, especially with unconscious material. Yes, yes. Oh, wow, fascinating. Yeah, to get to the next step after this clear view, um, which helps uh, the mother to understand herself and as well uh, understand the baby uh, and the baby's concern, we get to uh, this part that I already described, what we call the baby sessions. Yes. In the baby session, the mother is... Con uh, um, is um, brought to a, a state of relaxation uh, with this intermediate consciousness uh, uh, situation which allows her to hear uh, and to understand the baby's signals. The signals are completely different and you, the mother has to learn somehow a new language. So some, um, some babies react by uh, sending images. Mm -hmm. Some babies uh, react by sending uh, words. Uh, some are sending colors and others are just kicking yes. uh, as uh, communication. And the mother has to learn how to interpret uh, the reactions of the baby. Mm. So she sends uh, a picture to the baby um, and the baby uh, shows up with a reaction to that. Yes. All that happens in a very slow path. So the baby is reacting much slower than we adult persons are react. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, the baby has a no brings with him a kind of knowledge that we would not ever expect. Like a wise old man or a wise old woman, the baby reacts sometimes much more uh, real and adequate than the mother 
who has anxieties about birth and uh, whatsoever. This is the second and in, uh, the most important part of this facilitation. And then in the end, we have a third part, uh, which um, turned out to be decisive after a while. This is the separation phase. The separation sessions, which are um, done um, two to three weeks before the due date, uh, deal with the separation between mother and baby. So just as an um, example, uh, leaving the first world of the baby is something uh, similar to what we experience if we die. Hmm. As the world the baby is living in um, is completely different than the world outside after being born. And so this sheltered situation that the baby normally experience get lost. It's cold outside, uh, the light is so bright when the baby arrives on earth uh, or in our arms and the baby needs so much um, the, the personal uh, relation to the mother, which is the moment when the baby is born and looks the first time into the eyes of the mother. And that, that is, a, uh, that is the, the connection and a strong bond is created in that moment. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's fascinating. Um, I'm so enjoying hearing about this and, and I'm excited to also continue our conversation. And so listeners, um, thank you for joining us um, for our discussion. So so far with Dr. Gerhard Schrott, and he is um, talking to us about prenatal bonding BA, and we will be continuing this conversation next week. Gerhard, thank, thank you for being with us so far. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Attachment Theory in Action. Please follow our site, tkcchaddock.org, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for future episodes. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave a review and share with your professional network. For additional resources, training opportunities, and blogs, please visit tkcchaddock.org. We hope you'll join us again as we continue to explore the world of adoption, trauma, and attachment theory. 